time, mate. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Oddcast, the official podcast of the Oxford School of English, Padua. And today we have Mr. Raphael, the Canadian. For the Canadian special, how are you doing, Raph? I'm doing very good, thank you. Good man, good man. And you work, uh, you work at the Oxford School, don't you? I do. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah. I've been teaching just um, part-time, teaching one course, uh, a group of uh, lawyers at the B2 uh-huh. level. And it's been quite enjoyable. Like quite me. enjoyable. Great. Oh, that's good, mate. How often do you do that? Is that once or twice a week? Uh, it, well, it just ended um, a, f- a few days ago, about a week right. ago, actually. Okay. Uh, we were doing it twice a week. Okay. Okay. Do you, are, you, are you prepping them from the offset or have they done that? Or? Uh, they did the verbal part, the speaking ah. part with Ian. Um, yeah. I'm not sure when the rest of it is going to happen. That's, okay. The school is going to be arranging that. Um, okay, well, where are you from in Canada anyway? So tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, so actually, I was actually born in the U.S. Um, mm. and, and have been living in Canada, and I'm a Canadian citizen for the mm. past 20 years. Uh, was living in Toronto uh, before I came to Italy about a year ago. Okay, okay. And, and what brought you here, mate? Um, I'm retired, Yeah. and my wife is Italian, and she is... She's not from Padova, but had lived many, many years in Padova, studied here, has family here, etc. So when we decided uh, to come back to Italy, we thought, all right, let's go to Padova. It's a place that she knows, obviously, and has connections. Okay. And we, like I say, we've been here for the past year and a couple of months. Wow. How are you enjoying it? Very much. Yeah. yeah. Padova is a very... I like Padova a lot. It's, yeah. uh, it's a very... It's a very nice city, easy to get around. Yeah. Um, folks are friendly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've enjoyed my time here. Okay, mate. So you're, you're here for kind of the long term at this point, do you reckon? Yeah, I'm here for a long term. I go back and forth between Canada and uh, Italy. Mm. Uh, I have family in Canada, yeah. uh, children, grandchildren. So okay. uh, I'll be going back as soon as <laughs> they start flying again. Who knows when that will be, but yeah, right. uh, hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I would be going back at least for the summer and maybe a little longer. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll mm, see. I know, mate. I, I would like to, to, to go home soon, take a break. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a testing period. So do you have U.S. citizenship then as well? I do. I have both oh. U.S. and Canadian citizenship. Okay. Okay. And what did you do then when you were working? As you said, you were retired. Um, I worked as a, as a social worker for mm-hmm. about 40 years. I was... Um, most of my career was in management of nonprofit organizations, um, okay. nonprofit charitable organizations. Okay. That was what I did by and large. Amazing. Toronto is not the French speaking part. No, it? it's not. It's, uh, Toronto's in Ontario. That's, a, that's Quebec you're talking yeah. about. Okay. I actually have three kids who live in Montreal, which is yeah. French, uh, French part of Canada. Okay. And do you miss Canada? Oh, very much. Yeah. yeah. I, can I miss. Imagine. You know, I, I miss Canada. I miss my family for sure. Yeah. I don't miss the weather. So the other day when here was about, I don't know, 24, 25 degrees in Canada, it was minus three and snowing. So on the same day. So no, I don't miss that part of Canada. But uh, <laughs> Sounds like um, Wales, Raphael. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but the other parts I, I certainly miss. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to visit. My brother visited on a press trip once or twice for press trips uh, when he was uh, working as a journalist many years ago. Uh, he went to Toronto, I believe. He said it was okay. beautifully clean, 
the people were yes. very welcoming and it was super organized he said it was just a lovely uh, a lovely place to be yeah it is i mean it's certainly like every major city mm. uh in the world it has its problems but yeah. it is a city that works that yeah. is pretty well organized yeah. um yeah yeah i enjoyed so, living there so summers in canada i guess it depends where you are because i guess the further south you are maybe the warmer but as you're going north it's going to be cold right so I'm, I'm... Uh, yeah in this mm. in the summer mm, uh, I mean if you go very far north yeah it will yeah. be cool it won't be mm. cold it will be cool in that you mm. know it might be 15 degrees in the summer mm. if you're way up north yeah in the uh, most of the Canadian population 75 80 percent of the Canadian population from coast to coast lives within a hundred kilometers of the US border so um, the summers along the border are warm yeah. uh, and depending where you are, mm. uh, they can be a little bit humid, yeah. but not as warm as Italy. So no. for example, Toronto in the summer might get to be 28, 30 on a hot day, no. 32. Um, but um, here it's a different yeah. heat, isn't it, Rafael? Yeah, here imagine. it's a much different, much it's more a, oppressive. Yeah. Summers are humid. There, yep. there wasn't a breeze. Yeah. There wasn't even a breeze last summer. I remember it was absolutely sweltering, and which reminds me, thank God, my landlady's installing a, an air conditioner. So much. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! So I'm assuming uh, you must have spent some time in the UK. I've been there a couple of times. I've okay. been to uh, London. I've been to uh, Scotland a couple of times. Mm. I love England and mm. Britain, mm. Great Britain, mm. uh, but not the food. <laughs> no. Okay. Fair enough, man. I, I'm not so keen. And, and now more than ever, it's just ready meals. You can buy lovely stuff, packeted, uh, ready to be heated up in the microwave and over the oven. And it's just, right. oh God, I think people are losing more and more the ability to, to cook and look after themselves. Ah, uh, right? yeah, that could be. Yeah. I mean, you have the stereotypical things like fish and chips and whatever, which are right. nice from time to time, maybe once every couple of years, <laughs> but you don't, you don't yeah. eat that every day. Curry is a big thing in the UK. Yes, it is. Um, things like pasties, stuff like that. Stuff I've never really been keen on, mate. What no. about Canada? How does that compare to a something ca like the Canadian US? food, there, I've been asked this question before. There really isn't typical Canadian food. Like you could say, ah, oh, there's typical, you know, food from Sicily or from Veneto region, et cetera, et cetera, or typical uh, British food. Canadian food is, doesn't have, no, that depends on which part of the society you're talking about. Mm -hmm. In general, what I would call them for the last couple of hundred years, the, mm -hmm. the food is, is very, um, it's, it's similar to the food you'll find in the U.S. You know, mm -hmm. it's, a lot of it is meat-based. Mm -hmm. It's not nearly as tasty as, uh, as the food that you will find in Italy or Spain. Mm -hmm. um, Having said that, there are very traditional foods from indigenous peoples in Canada that, you know, they will eat much more often. The, the larger uh, population in Canada that is not indigenous don't usually eat uh, indigenous foods. Okay. There are things called, you know, they have their traditions that go back literally thousands of years. Mm -hmm. um, but aside from that, there really isn't, you know, a mm. typical Canadian uh, 
cuisine. Yeah. There are some uh, dishes that are, uh, you know, they may be unique to Canada. Mm. Many things that are made out of maple syrup because yeah. it's yeah, produced there, yeah. et cetera. But yeah. aside from that, no, not much. Okay. Kind right. of it's kind of boring. Frankly. Yeah, you're slagging off the British food, but I don't, I don't see much. Oh, yeah, no, the Canadian food's not much better, trust me. Okay, all right, at least you're, at least you're humble. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 it's not much better at all. Okay, mate, okay, great. I guess we could move on to the questions from the listeners. So the question from Claudia is, how do people feel about the Queen and the monarchy, and what is it like living under them? Uh, well, go on then, mate. Okay, in so Canada, the Commonwealth. In Can uh, from the Canadian perspective, very, very different than the British mm, perspective, mm, okay? Mm. Uh, so, you know, technically the Queen is the head of the country, okay? However, she has no mm. authority, really. Yeah, no, no real uh, power. No power mm. whatsoever within, you know, um, Parliament or anything mm. else like that, or yeah. who gets to form a government etc. Uh, the Prime Minister of Canada does not consult with the Queen like the Prime Minister of Britain might on occasion consult with the Queen. Mm. Um, and so it's not a major issue for most Canadians. And why do I say most? For some, it's a huge issue. And it's <laughs> a huge issue for negative reasons. Yeah. So for those of you know, folks listening to this podcast, uh, you know, the history in Canada going back uh, 250 years or so between mm. Britain and France mm. Mm. Uh, to this day, uh, you know, Britain won the war yeah, in the mid uh, 1700s against yep. the French yep. and took control of Canada. Yeah. Having said that, there is a large French speaking population in Canada to this day mm. for the province of Quebec. Yep. is where most of them speak, although other provinces also have large uh, French-speaking populations. Mm -hmm. And the French-speaking uh, population to this day strongly resent mm. the institution of the British monarchy <laughs> in Canada. They yeah. say, we're Canadians, okay, or we're yeah. French Canadians. Yeah. What do we need... <laughs> what do we need a, a, a British queen yeah. or king to yeah. rule over us? Yeah. And it's just a reminder yeah, yeah. 250 yeah. years later, <laughs> oh, hey, God. you guys lost the war, yeah. you know? And so that's a bit of a resentment there about the yeah. queen. I can um, completely get that. I can completely uh, yeah. get it. And having said that, so the English speaking population of Canada, which is the majority of the country, yeah. most people don't, it's, it's never a topic or mm. never uh, uh an issue really mm. most people don't care except when you know uh harry and megan are thinking of moving to canada after they've divorced themselves from brilliant you know uh <laughs> buckingham Typical. palace yeah and uh you know yeah man. so who's gonna pay for the security if yeah. they come to canada but yeah. i think they ended up in california or someplace yeah. anyway poor so. them Poor them, yeah, Poor like, them. right, right, yeah, yeah. Such a well, such a difficult situation. It, it, right? I know, I do feel sorry for them. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really interesting, mate. I, yeah, I, I've never, I never thought to think about uh, the, the French perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because as it is in in, in France, uh, you know, on the continent in Europe, there's a, there's a little bit of let's say dislike, perhaps, from lots of French people towards the British. Uh, particularly, ah, yeah. particularly the English, and uh, I think it it does hark back to historical times. You know, 
colonial wars, yeah, oh, sure. the Hundred Years' War. There's a yeah. load of history between us guys. Um, well, you know what? You see that? It's interesting because you see that in Italy mm. where, you know, you still have uh, some people in the north of Italy in certain regions who, who uh, maybe mm. deep inside some older people would mm. say, I'm not really Italian. I'm more, mm. I'm, you know, Veneto. I'm from Veneto. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Trentino. What do yeah. I care about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that other part of the peninsula. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it lingers for quite it, a it while, quite a few generations. It, yeah, I know. And in my opinion, it, it is a little bit silly these days, I think. It's oh, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, maybe, you'd, maybe you'd do a podcast someday on the whole concept of royalty in the 21st century. It's not, <laughs> it's something I don't understand at all. No, me neither, no. mate. I'm, I'm with you there. I, let, let me talk about the British perspective. And I think, um, it's a little bit, it's divided. I would say the vast majority of the working class, uh, maybe the lower middle classes, maybe, don't tolerate the monarchy um, mm. I, for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, personally speaking, I'm not interested at all in what they do. Uh, if it was all disbanded tomorrow and they ceased to exist, would I care? Uh, no, not really. It would be sad because it's part of the culture. Mm. But I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day, an Italian, and she said, um, I, was, I, was, I was talking about fascism in Italy. <clears throat> okay. Um, Pre-war. Uh, and, um, and I said, wow, I can't believe you guys, you know, fell for that. And, you know, you, hmm. you were fascists and this, that and the other. And, and she said, oh, you can't talk. Look at you. You've still got a queen to this day. You do realize, <laughs> you do realize that every time she comes on the TV, we laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> so Martina says, she's just quoted, putting the kettle on in a crisis and the British art of queuing. So before I indulge, uh, uh, Raphael, do you guys have the tea culture? Nah, to the extent Cream that you cheese. do. Yeah. It's interesting. Parts of Canada, older, when I say, and I say older, it's not old, certainly in terms of European old, but mm. 200, 300, 400 years yeah. is old by <laughs> Canadian standards. Mm. Parts of Canada, um, does you can still find certain British traditions, okay? <laughs> tea time, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Toronto and other parts of Ontario and there's a little there's a city on the west coast of Canada called Victoria mm. um, in British Columbia and that also has strong-ish yeah. uh, British traditions uh, you know some of those British traditions but the tea culture is not uh, the way it is in the UK is mm. it's not like that in Canada yeah. certainly I mean Canada is a coffee culture yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. Not as not a, a different kind of coffee culture than you will find in Italy. Yeah. But sure. uh, a coffee culture nonetheless. Sure. Sure. It's uh, it is different in Italy. I was when I first moved here. I was uh, not prepared really. I, having not at that point not really experienced much Italian culture at all. When when I was confronted with the espresso as my Mm. as my coffee yeah. i was like what what was this <laughs> i want my coffee <laughs> right. well but, exactly yeah, yeah that's the canadian yeah. style I want my it's pint funny of coffee because when my wife came to canada uh <clears throat> we were living in toronto 
her first year in Toronto, she, uh, she couldn't understand at all. She said, what are all these people doing walking around, walking the streets, holding yeah. a cup of yeah. a paper cup of yeah. coffee? It like, is where weird. are they going? What are they, <laughs> it's so weird. As opposed to you go up to a bar yeah. here, yeah. you have your espresso yeah. and move it's, on. It's yeah. nicer. It's nicer. It is nice. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's nice. a bit more classy, a bit more cultural. Yeah, yeah. Um, places um, like uh, big coffee shops have completely exploded in popularity in Britain in the last yeah. uh, 10, in Canada too. years. Oh, yeah. hateful, I hate hateful places. I, I agree. I hateful. Agree. All right, do good. Uh, oh, putting, well, putting a kettle on, I think it's synonymous with the tea culture in terms of it, it kind of embodies that keep calm and carry on crap. Mm. Yeah, yeah, have. yeah. You know, we're right. going to ride this situation out nice and easy, put the kettle on, we'll get through yeah. it. That's literally it. Um, I've never been a tea guy. I've always been a coffee guy. Mm -hmm. um, tea doesn't really do much for me. With the milk and sugar tea I'm talking about. Um, oh, you see, I'll drink tea on occasion, but that's a British thing. Milk and sugar is like, why would you put yeah, that in man. tea? Well, it's, I guess. I guess. You see, I like never, I would <laughs> never do that. I don't understand it, but okay. It's, it's not a natural thing to do, is it? <laughs> not for me, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> no, it's something I, 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 I've grown out of, really. I just don't, I don't, don't indulge. It goes back to the, to the early days of empire. A cup of tea and I guess. Yeah. milk and yeah. sugar. It was, a, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a big phenomenon, yeah. phenomenon back in the day. Uh, British art of queuing. Um, well, we love our queues. Unfortunately, I'm sorry if I offend any Italians, but you, <laughs> you don't know how to queue. And yeah, it gets well, that's worse a, the further yeah. south you go. Yeah, well, that's a Canadian uh, trait, I think, that we inherited from the Brits because Canadians are incredibly polite. Uh, good, good. And, uh, very <laughs> polite. So when you have to queue up for a bus mm. or you have to queue up for waiting for anyone anything mm. right mm. people are mm. if if there's ever an argument in yeah. canada about a, where your place is in the queue it's not i'm first i need to go first yeah it's the opposite yeah. what will happen is yeah. you will say this oh, oh please you go first exactly. oh no no i insist you go yeah. first yeah. that's yeah. a canadian argument yeah that's 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 you could argue it's 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 come from the the, the british uh yeah, yeah, no, I would yeah. say it is. It's yeah. a British, yeah. it's something we inherited from, from I, you folks. I think it is a good thing. Uh, queuing I, is I something we have to do every day and it needs to be done in an orderly fashion. Ah, Alvise asks, or says, best BBC TV shows, I need something to watch. So is the BBC big over in Canada? Um, yeah, some BBC shows are very big, okay. Mm. I mean, Canada has the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting uh, Corporation, uh -huh. uh, but there are some very popular uh, uh, British shows uh, in Canada, mm. uh, The Crown, uh, Downton Abbey, yeah. those kinds of shows mm. uh, do have a high degree of popularity in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. But Canadian culture is kind of a mix. It's such, given that Canada borders the United States, American culture really, uh, dominates a lot of the Canadian market. Yeah. Um, more so in English speaking Canada than in French speaking Canada. Okay. French, French Canada, Quebec. Yeah. I mean, they're certainly influenced by the U S but not yeah. nearly as much as the rest of the country. Right. Um, so, um, 
most of the television shows, most of the movies uh, that you will see in English-speaking Canada um, are American. Okay. Some Canadian. There will be Canadian shows and Canadian films, certainly Canadian music. Um, but, yeah, the U.S. is such a... You know, I know it's a big behemoth of, yeah, you know, absolutely, absolutely. with its presence anywhere. Well, certainly in North America, but most of the world, it's yeah. uh, tough yeah. to compete. Tough to compete. And I would probably argue that the majority of stuff they put out there is absolute crap. I totally agree. <laughs> absolute crap. I would use a bit stronger language. Yes, but I yes. would... <laughs> it has to be moderated for the, for the purpose of the show, of course. Yeah, okay. No, I, I would say so, mate. And... Um, of course, you get some great American British productions, yeah. um, but on the whole, we're talking. You know, the bad stuff is really bad. And yeah, I agree. Just in general, BBC shows to recommend: Blackadder. Mm, okay. Oh yeah, Blackadder. You, do you know what I'm talking about, mate? No, I don't know that one. Blackadder is a famous um, comedy made in like the mid '80s with Rowan okay. Atkinson. Hugh Laurie yeah. and Stephen Fry. Ah, Hugh Laurie, I know. Stephen yeah, Fry. Okay. It, it's it's one of our big comedies. Um, I would I'll recommend look for it. it. Yeah. You you should you should. I think you might enjoy it, Raphael. As yeah. far as I can tell, you seem like a guy who might like history. I love history. Uh, there was a one question. Um, why is there not more news in Europe about yes, Canada? Yes. Yeah, great. Uh, okay, so Annabella says, why in Europe is there a lack of news about Canada? What are you hiding, um, Raphael? <laughs> well, actually, I, I take that as a very good sign because uh, usually what you see in the newspapers from anywhere around the world are bad things are happening. Yeah. You know, forget about coronavirus for now, mm -hmm. which affects everybody, of course. But yeah. aside from that, you see things about violence, about corruption, about disasters, etc. Canada um, and Canadians will be the first to admit it is a little bit boring, which is good. <laughs> I'm glad, you know? uh, especially when you compare to what is what always seems something is always happening just south of the border inside the U.S. That you know Canadians will look at what's going on there and just shake their heads and in wonder, going mm. like, "What is mm. wrong?" Mm. with that country it's mm. it's quite um yeah. yeah so so i'm not surprised that yeah. uh, by the question it's of, a good thing it's a good thing it's it's yeah i think it's a good thing it's a good thing you know? I, I i've always seen in my eyes canada as a very different place culturally to america it is it is very different very different uh, it's very different in its mentality mm. uh, in its attitudes towards society etc Culturally, it's not, it, it depends how you define culture. If you're talking about culture with regards to, you know, movies and music and that, and the arts, mm. it's not that different. Mm. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, certainly English is the, is the language of, of aside from French speaking Quebec, mm. um, is the, it's the same languages in the U S yeah. having said that though, the Canadian perspective on Life, the Canadian perspective on society is is mm. uh, quite different from mm. the American uh, perspective. Yeah. Um, as an example, I don't know if any of the folks listening to this podcast, if they read the news or follow the news in the United States to any degree, 
you know, there'll be a lot, you'll see a lot of discussion about gun rights mm, and about yeah. anti-abortion and a, a strong, strong evangelical, mm. uh, very right-wing religious movement. Mm, mm. Um, there's a big emphasis on, you know, they, their healthcare system is unique in the world, given mm. that it's, it's all private and it's yeah. treated as a commodity, not as a universal right. So if you have the money and you can, pay, you can buy health insurance, great. If you mm. don't have the money, that's too bad. To me, the Canadian perspective is very different. Total. The Canadian mm. perspective is much more European. Yeah. Um, universal health care, you know, you can't just walk into a store and buy a gun like you <laughs> no. can in the United States. No. Um, you know, Canada was, um, I think, one, if not the first, one of the first countries in the world to legalize gay marriage, to legalize abortion, mm. you know, so very progressive uh, mm. socially, has mm. had, um, like I say, universal mm. health care yeah. um, for 50 years. I mean, we weren't first on the block like you were right after the war with the National Health uh, Service, mm. Mm. but not long after. Not long Canada after. went that way as well. Yeah. The U U.S. is in a totally different universe. Yeah, it's absolutely. so different. Absolutely. You know? uh, for me, the, mm. the, that is the biggest flaw. Or I'm going to talk about the, the, the lack of health healthcare. Uh, it, it, it peeves me so much that the Americans are so proud. You know, lots of them are, and uh, it's the best country. You know, it's a land of freedom. What if your, your country can't offer you health care? I, I don't know. What are yeah. you thinking of? I, 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 I don't know. I a country know. whose I mean, GDP is, you know, unbelievable. One of the highest, if not the highest on the planet. Can't do that for you. It's disgusting. I mean, you, you it's, go absolute, into, it's a turnoff. It's a turnoff. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a huge it's turnoff for myself as well. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at the response now, Around the world, you, it's interesting to look uh, at how each country responds to the coronavirus. Mm, mm. I'm not going to say that Italy has been perfect. It has mm. not been perfect. Mm. However, its response has been so much better than the American response. I mean, and the, America and the British. has more. And, and the British. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty embarrassed of the way Britain has conducted its... Reaction. And Britain has done it even has done it better than the U.S. It hasn't yes. done a great job, but it's done it better than the U.S. Yeah, oh, undoubtedly. And and so I mean the the thing about the United States to remember is that um, probably the the most revered value in American culture is this value of the individual. Yeah. Okay. They put the individual above everything and everyone else. Mm -hmm. So. Mm. The positive side is great. You have freedom to express mm. yourself mm. in one way or another, mm. supposedly. Um, however, what's the, at what expense? And mm. so there's been mm. all through American history, there has been this um, conflict or, mm. or uh, I guess, between the rights of the individual right. and the rights and needs of the collective, mm. the collective society. Mm. Uh, and America has traditionally always lean towards, in an excessive way, in my opinion, has always lean, lean towards extreme individualism. Yeah. Well, okay, that's fine as long as you don't have a problem like you're having now mm. with a coronavirus. That yeah. Coronavirus, we're, 
you know, either we all get healthy or we all are sick. Mm. Uh, because, and so in the American system, where you have literally millions and millions of people who do not have health care at mm. all, mm. okay, what happens when that person gets sick? Yeah. He's got no place to go. He can't afford to buy it. Mm. So he's sick. Well, it's going to spread to you and me, even if we do have health care. Yeah. What good is it going to do? So yeah. there's not this sense of yeah. I am responsible for yeah. my for brothers next, and sisters. The next man, it's yeah. no, I'm responsible yeah. only for myself. And that's, yeah. uh, that to me is the downfall of America. No, that's, that's awful. Um, one of the downsides of capitalism, possibly. I think we Absolutely. see, we see society going that direction also in the UK, I would say, Raphael. Yes. Um, it's different in places like Italy. There's still that collective uh, there is in Italy. That's one of the, to me, I think, you know, in Canada and in, and in the United States, mm. you know, the image of Italy is, is always been, maybe not always, but is, is generally very positive. And yeah. one of the positive things that attract a lot of North Americans to Italian culture mm. is this sense of belonging, yeah. this sense of yeah. community, mm. you know, um, yeah. Sometimes it might get to be a little bit too much Extreme, in yeah, Italy, yeah, yeah. but that's something that, that many North Americans are missing in their mm. lives is this mm. sense of connection to mm. something larger than the individual. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people look for, are looking for that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I completely agree with you, mate. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty sad stuff, really. Um, yeah, I remember it is. I don't want to turn this into the socialist podcast, but I do remember. I do <laughs> remember. <okay> <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a question I didn't put on there, and I can't remember who it's from, but off the top of my head, they talk about Trudeau. He's cracked down on gun laws or something recently? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So what happened Just run was, us through that quickly, mate. Yeah, yeah a, a few weeks ago, um, somebody, some guy who was obviously mentally... Um, uh, very mentally unstable, yeah, went on a sh mm. shooting rampage uh, in a small town or a series of small towns in Nova Scotia. Yeah. And uh, he killed 20 something people and he himself died, etc. Mm. Mm. So as a result, the response of the Canadian government led by the prime minister, Justin Trudeau, has been to announce, and I'm glad finally it's, mm. it's been happening, uh, announce a ban on assault type weapons, military type weapons. Good. I don't know why anybody would need that to begin with, but that's another discussion. But yeah, so they're banning them completely, which I think is great. That's um, great. How's the reaction I, been in Canada to that? You know, there are some people, there always will be some people yeah. that oppose it, but I think yeah. the overwhelming majority of yeah. Canadians support it. Good. This stricter gun laws was something that Trudeau ran on in the last election yeah um just about a year ago so yeah. uh yeah it's canadians are um very much in favor of um stricter gun control yeah yeah and so it should be let's move on okay uh okay. matteo asks why do the british use the word bloody a lot um we just do <laughs> so, <laughs> actually I, actually it is used in canada too to some degree yeah, uh, not that, as yeah. much as what you uh, as what you folks uh, how you folks use it, yeah. but it's definitely uh, yeah there as yeah. well. Um, hardly ever used in the U.S. Yeah, no, no, no. You very rarely hear an American say it. Yeah, 
you generally use it as an adjective and follow it up with a horrible noun. You know what I mean? Like you bloody yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I won't repeat here. From Stefan. Why do British people call sausages bangers? You know the answer to this, don't you? <laughs> Me? Not at all. I haven't a clue. I'm waiting to hear. <laughs> but did you know this anyway? You knew this anyway. Like, no, they are called bangers. No, no, I didn't know that. Ah, I think it's because when you put them in the pan, they sizzle and pop. Ah, see, now ah. I would have thought of something different. I would Go have on. thought the way in which they kill the animal. Oh. <laughs> They give them a, like a bang to the head My or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's I'll a very curious. dark, dark mind you have, Rafa. I know, but that's what came <laughs> to my mind. I don't know why they call it that. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, there you go. Yeah, I think it's because they sizzle in the pan. They, they, they crackle, spit, pop, bang. It's bangers. Maybe. Maybe. Yes, be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Well, I guess we have to choose the question of the week. Um, which was so, your favorite? Which was your favorite? Ah, my favorite? I guess my favorite is the one about the bangers because I didn't know that. Mm, point. Nice and simple. And, and, you know, will require you to do a little more research to be <laughs> certain of the answer. <laughs> you don't believe me, Raphael. Well, I, I do sort of. <laughs> okay, mate. Well, let's choose that then. Let's go for the question of the week is from, um, it's from Stefan. Okay, well then, Stefan. Okay. So why do British people call sausages bangers? Congratulations, buddy. Uh, you won the question of the week. And I have to give the email to get in touch uh, for further details. So the email is poxfordodcast at gmail.com. So that's P-O-X-F-O-R-D-O-D-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Uh, so give me an email for the next steps then, Stefan. Thanks, buddy. Well done. Congratulations. Okay. Right, Raph. We'll wrap it up soon, mate. Um, I'm going to tell my joke which is barely, it's barely even a joke, but it's the, literally the best I could find. Are you, re are you ready for this? I'm ready, but that's uh, always, a, it's, it's always a funny thing when you talk about British humor. It's kind of okay. like, it seems I... like an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it's kind of like your food, you know? It just it doesn't quite make it, but that's okay. Go, go for okay, it. Okay, all right. Try. All right. It, it's, it's really not even a joke. I think it's American. Let's, 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 let's have a look. All right, so, okay. One day... Einstein has to speak in an important science conference. On the way there, he tells his driver that he looks a bit like him. I'm sick of all these conferences. I always say the same things over and over. The driver agrees. You're right, as your driver, I attended all of them. And even though I don't know anything about science, I could give the conference in your place. That's a great idea, says Einstein. Let's switch places then. So they switch clothes and as soon as they arrive, the driver dressed as Einstein goes on stage and starts giving the usual speech while the real Einstein, dressed as the car driver, attends it. But in the crowd, there is one scientist who wants to impress everyone and thinks of a very difficult question to ask Einstein, hoping he won't be able to respond. So this guy stands up and interrupts the conference by posting his very difficult question. The whole room goes silent, holding their breath, waiting for the response. A, a bit like the listeners to this joke. The driver, lo <laughs> the driver looks at him, dead in the eye, and says, Sir, your question is so easy to answer that I'm going to let my driver reply it for me. <laughs> reply to okay. it for me. <laughs> and <that's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, if it's a British joke, it sits with British humor. 
I, I'm, I'm a, I, I, I don't know the provenance of this. I'm just going to say it's from an American site. Oh, all right, good. We'll both com. blame the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Awful. Awful. And are you sure you don't have anything to back me up here, Raphael? No, I'm, far, I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't have anything. You can't help me out. Thanks. Okay, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Oddcast. And uh, take care of yourselves. And uh, I'll see you possibly next week, actually, uh, for another special guest. Thank you, guys. Say goodbye, Raphael. Bye-bye. Thank you for the opportunity. It was a pleasure. Cheers, guys. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.